0: Welcome to Bodcast, the business of dentistry podcast, brought to you by Practice Plan. Bodcast delivers the best business advice, real life stories, and practical hints and tips to make your practice a more profitable and sustainable business. And now, here's your host.
1: So, you've mentioned systems a couple of times now, mm. and again, probably pre COVID. That was that might have been something you might, you might have talked to a small amount of practices uh, about. Hmm. It seems to me, from what you're saying, that there, there's a, a big shift here, because pre-COVID we would have been talking about how you answer the phone, how you deal with those four or five inquiries you get in a day, but now the volume is kind of cranking up a little bit. Are you kind of advocating that people should really step back and look at the systems that they have within their practice and think about the right kind of telephone system that will help them to do that sifting that you've been talking about.
0: Absolutely. Without the right kind of phone system, you're not gonna be able to do just that that little options thing mm-hmm. that I did before. And the great thing about doing that options thing is as soon as you've got a press one, if you are a registered patient mm-hmm. here, or two, if you're a prospective new patient, you've got a measure. Yeah. So you, you and keep those options, relatively few, but you've immediately got some measurement, which the phone system and the provider will be able to start to give you some data. So you need to find out how many calls do we get in a given period of time? How many of those were prospective new patients? How many of those were existing patients? For instance, if you get a stack which are new patients and you find that the majority of them are just about um, cancelling or rescheduling an appointment, Mm -hmm particularly that you get a flood of those when you send out sms messaging to say your appointment is due mm-hmm. well you might think about well how how do we send those messages out do we leach them out a little bit more yeah, so yeah. we can handle what's coming in or do we enable people to self-serve yeah. by going onto a website and booking an appointment themselves yeah this happened to me the other day with Specsavers. i got a um i got a a text to say, your appointment is due, oh no, not your, yes, your appointment is due, uh, please come to this website to select a date and a time that's suitable for mm-hmm. you. I didn't have to phone the store, No, it was brilliant. And they didn't have to field an inquiry or no. field a call from a patient they already know. So the phone is now being freed up a little bit more for new patients, because that's yeah. what matters, and the right new patients. But getting that sieve in there is really important. You can only do that with a decent phone system. Yeah. yeah. And then it can get more and more sophisticated as you can go in. So, for instance, having a, a queuing system will help you when the traffic has got through, they've been through the two sieves. Well, you aren't necessarily still going to be able to handle them all. Mm-hmm. But at least the phone has been answered and now you know that you are in a queue and you are number 17 in the queue. And then within... 20 seconds later, you are number six in the queue. So you'll hold on because mm-hmm. you know the queue's moving. Yeah. So all of those things can only come if you've got a decent phone system and a decent phone provider who understands your business who can help you adapt that system appropriately. So systems and then the structures are how you adapt and use the systems.
1: Yeah. And I suppose I suppose uh, yeah, another, another legacy, perhaps, of... Um, covid is that we've all become much more used to doing that to 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 operating within those systems aren't we i mean i went you know a bit like your spec savers yeah you know i I made the doctor's appointment the other other week without speaking to anyone i go in and i check myself in without speaking to anyone and you know so i'm sat sat down waiting that the the the, the thing will come up saying you know go to room number three and i'll end up sat opposite the doctor i haven't spoken to anyone else in the practice in the whole of that and the whole of that journey so we're all much more in tune with that now aren't we and kind of almost expectant of of those kind
0: of things absolutely and um over time that will become the norm i think mm-hmm. but what we mustn't do is to ignore uh the folk like my mum and dad yeah yeah who for them that would be just pressure yeah so there's still so you, so there almost needs to be this offering of choice yeah yeah so, if you want to, you can go online and book your appointment, mm-hmm. or phone this number yeah. to speak to one of the team. So, for an older person, perhaps like yeah. my mum and dad, they would automatically pick up the phone. Yeah, they wouldn't want to fiddle around with the computer.
1: Just, just exploring the the telephone systems for a minute. I know that this is something you've been helping a lot of practices with uh, mm. over the last few years. Typically, what's the kind of investment? in a really good system that will help practices do everything that you've been talking about. And the kind of, the, you know, the returns they're likely to get from it.
0: Uh, right, okay, well the first thing you need is the right hardware. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't have to be very expensive at all. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna give you an example of a practice um, up in, in a dental desert on the East yeah. Coast, um, up in Norfolk that did this probably about three, four years ago. Yeah. Um, and they invested in a new phone system um, with a quite a lot of bells and whistles on it mm-hmm. to be fair and it was just shy of 2000 pounds right and it was quite a big practice but what they're able to show now because they're working the the people that they were contracting with that's who they bought the phones from but those phones are their possession so if they choose to leave that provider The phones can be plugged into another provider. Mm -hmm. There's other providers who will rent the phones to you, but those phones are now barred from using another provider. So you never own them. So this is one time when owning the phones is Mm -hmm. is useful because you can switch whenever you want. So then you're just talking about, well, what's the level of service? Because there's a lot of practices that spend a shed load of money and get pretty much nothing for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I say nothing, they don't get any data, They don't get any stats at all. They don't get any help with how to set up these systems to make it work. They might get training for an hour and then be given a manual and told to work it out for themselves. Mm -hmm. But they're still paying hundreds and hundreds of pounds a quarter using this particular provider or using a, a particular provider. So you need to be quite savvy as to who you work with. And you need to be working with someone who understands your business, who is able to listen to what goes on now and is able to help you build a system, or actually build structures and systems Mm -hmm. together that are going to fit your practice profile, but they're always on hand to be able to tweak things. This practice up in Norfolk, they went from handling... um, When I say handling, I mean actually answering physically 60% of their calls, which meant that they were missing 40%, -hmm. right? They went from handling 60, answering 60 to 98% of their calls now are answered by an individual, either at the practice or as we know with mm-hmm. COVID now, one or two people operating part-time from home. Yeah. Yeah. As long as the technology is there, there's so much that you can do. Yeah. Um, so it, and you think what difference that can make to a business. And One of the things I do is look at the number of calls that they did answer and look at the split in terms of new patient, existing patient, then look at the value of a new patient over a two-, three-year period and then extrapolate that um, formula, for want of a better description, to the calls they missed and say, well, look, these are the ones you missed. If we take the same split of new patient to existing, that means you missed this number of new patients with a potential of this amount of revenue. Mm -hmm. So would it not make sense to spend... Two grand when you could get that back in one client.
1: Yeah, well, I was gonna that, that, that's the exact point I was just gonna make, and yeah. that you know two thousand pounds for a telephone system sounds like a chunky amount of money, but one presumes that the payback of that is pretty quick.
0: Yeah, it's less than two hundred quid a month. Less
1: yeah, than- yeah. And I just wanted to just pick up on another point that you you mentioned there, Richard, which I I, I find really interesting, mm. um, because. Again, you and I have had, I'm sure, many conversations with, with practices over the years about taking that telephone operation off the front desk yeah. and you know into somewhere private, into somewhere where you can deal with the cause properly, where you haven't got a patient's coming through the door and, and that kind of tension and trying mm. to you know juggle different things. And the the most common response from practices who aren't doing that is we haven't got the space. Hmm. There's no space in the practice for us to be able to actually take people off the front desk because there's nowhere for them to sit. Well, now there is, isn't there? Hmm. They sit in their kitchen or they sit in their living room yeah. or whatever, or, the, or their back bedroom because Absolutely actually right. you can take that operation hmm. and you can make it um, separate to the practice itself Sently. and still deliver the exact same service.
0: Absolutely. And, and to be fair, what you're really looking to try and do, I think possibly as a, a first step, I mean, ideally, I would take the telephones off the front desk mm. and allow people to meet and greet people. Mm-hmm. Yeah? But in terms of the telephone call for a new patient, I think that's key to get that off the front desk. So it's a question of how you filter everything. Yeah, And that's how a phone system can help. So all new patient, press 2. If you're a, a new patient, press 2. And that goes through to a totally separate area where that office, wherever those people, is always manned or womaned, mm-hmm. depending on how you want to
1: put it. I think the other point that you made with, with um, the systems there is probably just worth enlarging on a little bit, and that's the, the ability of the system to deliver data mm. back to the practice. Yeah. You know, and, I, and most practices have got their practice software and, uh, that will give them some kind of data, but very few actually use that data you know, strategically uh, within within their kind of business, the stuff that you can get from these these, these telephone systems presumably, you know, the data is a bit like gold mine.
0: Uh, it's it's hiding in plain sight. This mm-hmm. data, you just need to know where to go and mine it. Yeah. But just some of the things that you can you can get, for example, you can see, um, particularly if it's a fairly archaic phone, you can see how many people got the engaged tone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see how many people. If the phone is just ringing out because there's a lot of hunt systems that mm-hmm. work, so the the phone you won't get ever got dropped off the call, mm. but the call will just go to the next free phone. Yeah. But all you hear is a ringing out tone as a as a client. Mm-hmm. So you then get bored of waiting, so you put the phone down. So that's an unanswered one. A lot of the phone providers will tell you, oh, you know, you um, you had no no engaged ones at all, and the assumption is. that means everything got answered. No, it doesn't. Mm. Yeah. How many people got bored waiting? How many people went into a queue? Because some people have insufficient queue capacity and because you're in a queue and no one tells you whether you're moving through the queue or not, they get bored waiting. I was doing some work with a practice a few months ago and I think the longest queue wait before they hung up, this was not getting answered, was 47 and a half minutes. Right. So they've been hung on all of that time. Yeah. It's, it's just bonkers. So if you want to make a great first impression, answer the phone. Yeah. And and so a lot of this is all about how do we ensure that the phone gets answered? Yeah. Well, it's about getting the right traffic coming through. It's about controlling your traffic. It's about when the traffic is through, putting it into the kind of queue that you're continually being messaged, you know where you are, you hold on. Um, it would, the... the um phone providers or the or the system providers will tell you for example as most practices would well monday morning's always the the busy time okay so what do you do to handle that then Mm -hmm. an actual fact is monday morning your only busy time when you start to do the data it's interesting i've got one here which is yes monday monday morning through until when well through until 10 o'clock is when the highest proportion of calls came in so if you know that and then you're able to look at those numbers and see when did the most calls get missed? Well, interestingly enough, it's at the same period of time. Mm. So what do you do? You think a little bit differently. How do we handle that? Well, do we have, if people are coming in for treatment, do we have our big long courses of treatment first thing so we've got few people coming to the front desk mm-hmm. so the front desk team have got more chance to answer the calls that are coming in? Yeah. Or do we not start the clinical day on a Monday mm-hmm until 10 o'clock, and it's all hands to the pump to make sure the phones are being answered. To be fair, a lot of those would be existing clients, but interspersed amongst them will be new patients as well. But this isn't just about serving new patients well. This is about ensuring that you're still impressing and giving the right impression to existing clients that they are important to you.
1: Yeah, I I suppose what it's doing is it's giving the practice all the information they need to make better informed decisions. Absolutely. You know, and, and when you're making better informed decisions, they're generally, you know, a percentage of right decisions goes up. Yes. You know,
0: There's a lot of people who, who make, a lot of practices who make decisions that turn out to be lucky ones. Mm-hmm. There's others that just make the wrong decisions. <laughs> <laughs> but the more, you're right. The more you look at the data and the more you are inquisitive about the data, the more you're going to get to the right answer. yeah, And that's what comes out. Your phone system tells you an awful lot if you know how to get to that data.
1: So presumably with a, with a lot of these systems, there is uh some kind of link to either an app or a, a kind of a back end that gives you effectively a dashboard yeah. of of information.
0: Absolutely right. Absolutely right. So the one that I do quite a bit of work with, they have just that yeah it's the main dashboard that you would expect to see just basic headline stuff mm-hmm. but you can drill into that to the nth degree yeah so you know being able to see the busy days of the week being able to see the busy times of the week um i mean those are just sort of headline things um there's a whole raft of stuff how, how long dice, your average call lasts yeah yeah you know which is useful to know and if you're picking out all of your new patient ones Mm-hmm. And to be fair, you can only do that analysis if somebody will sit and listen to it, unless you've got the press one if you're a new patient, press two. Then at least you can start to make some judgment. Well, if that was the number of new patients, how many calls were there? Yeah, How many call minutes was that? What's the average?
1: Yeah. And just based on what you're saying there, presumably also those systems are a fantastic training
0: resource as well. Oh, Amazing, because everything's recorded. Yeah. and that's a lot of my work is is at the moment um having a practice who will take this service for a month and what we'll do is we'll analyze everything and i go back with the data Mm -hmm. and we talk through the data but the only way that we can get some of the data because not everything is automatic is actually physically to listen the only way you know for instance with an existing patient if it's um, phoning up for an emergency appointment, or phoning to change an appointment or cancel, but is to listen to the conversation?: Yeah, yeah, and with a new patient, are they phoning up because they 're looking for an emergency appointment? Are they phoning up because they want to join the practice, just want a general dentistry, or are they phoning up because they want something like Invisalign, for example? yeah, yeah. yeah the, there 's there's headline data there, but if you sit and listen to some of this stuff, it will tell you an awful lot.
1: So Richard, you know, you've mentioned a few times there how much work you're doing with practices and 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 how you're helping them to gather and interpret the data that mm. they're they're collecting either at the front desk or via their their telephone systems. Um, just to kind of wrap this thing this, this podcast up, if if there was kind of one or two, and, and, and feel free to kind of go back over things that you've already said. But if you want, if we were to summarize you know, the, the, the one or two key things that the practices need to be doing today to, A, make a great first impression, but also to have the right conversations. What would, what would be your response to that?
0: The First thing is you need to be working with a provider so that you can record your calls. If you can record your calls, you can at least take some snapshots as mm-hmm. to what's going on. You might need some help as to the kind of things you want to look at, but if you record those calls, you're right. From a customer service point of view, it's useful, but it will tell you an awful lot about the traffic that's coming in. Um, I mean, a lot of practices are going to have to think hard about systems because 2025, everything is going to be VoIP. There's going to be no conventional phone system out there.
1: Okay, so VoIP. VoIP just... Sorry. Um,
0: <laughs> voice. Over internet protocols, right, right. So in the same way that, for instance, within practice plan now, I rarely will phone anybody. I use the computer as my telephone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's how it's going to be done. And and because this is all then um, uh, connected to a measurement uh, tool, mm-hmm. and because you've got all the data then it's just a question of how you sort it. So actually, these VoIP systems will give you an awful lot of information mm-hmm. so long as the phone provider is, is willing to make it available. Mm-hmm. And so long as what they give you for what they charge you mm-hmm. is valuable. Yeah. So it's, it's knowing what it is you're wanting to know, yeah. I suppose. And maybe in the first instance, that's where practices will need some help. What do I need to know? I mean, I'll very happily go into some of that with them so that they can then interrogate their phone provider so they can see if the system is man enough for the job. And if not, then we can point them in direction of someone that can.
1: Richard, I think we could probably talk about this for the next two or three hours. Uh, It's fascinating stuff in terms of how the landscape is changing so dramatically Mm -hmm. um, from a front desk perspective and... Yes, it's throwing up some challenges, but it also seems to be throwing up some
0: huge opportunities as well for practice. Massive, massive. So if you want to make a first, great first impression, answer the phone and understand the traffic that's coming in and manage that traffic.
1: Fantastic. Richard, uh, uh, great talking to you as usual and tapping into your uh, your vast knowledge. (laughs) And uh, uh, let's do this again sometime soon. Thanks very much,
0: Richard. Thank you.